welcome to the Album Nerds Podcast with your hosts, Andy, Todd, and Tude. We're back, baby, back from the past, and we've got uh, some stuff to share with you. It's the Album Nerds Podcast. I'm Dude. I got Andy and Don with me, special edition. How are you guys doing? Yo, yeah. Doing good, man. Uh, glad to be back here in the past with you. Seems like just yesterday. <laughs> or five minutes ago. Dude is a scrub. <laughs> that did not sound anything like it. No. <laughs> Don needs a haircut. Andy needs a haircut. All right. So, uh, <laughs> that? Uh, can you keep a secret? Yeah, it's uh, called a teaser. Track five, album we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're the album nerds. We talk about albums. Sometimes we even go back and talk about an album again, see what we said before, and see what we maybe think now. Uh, today on the show, we're going to do just that. And then at the end, we're going to spin the wheel of musical destiny to find out what kind of albums we'll talk about on the next one, getting back to the regular format. But this week, we're going back in time. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Oh, man. Oh, man. Got the DeLorean warmed up there, buddy. All the way back to August of 2022. Okay, well, since uh, since August, uh, we've changed our process for nominating records to the Album Nerds Hall of Fame. So, unfortunately, uh, this record uh, came before the, the process of nominating records became uh, so easy. Uh, so, we're going to go back to episode 163, where we discussed De La Soul's Three Feet High and Rising. So, why don't we jump into what we said, and then we'll see what we think now. Hey, all you kids out there. Welcome to Three Feet High and Rising. Now, here's what we do. I am jumping in with De La Soul, Three Feet High and Rising from March of 1989. Uh, I would call this sort of, I don't know if you guys agree, hip-hop soul, maybe progressive hip-hop? Hmm. Progressive hip-hop. You could sell me on that. Prog hop. Prog hop. There you go. Uh <laughs> Do the Prague hop. All right. Um, hey, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt here, but did either of you guys come up with a dance for the Prague hop? I've been working on it, but I just can't get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of like a combination of a frog and a bunny rabbit jumping. I picture, I, what, I picture what my dog does when he has digestive issues. <laughs> Is that like, the, like the rubbing his butt on the carpet? <laughs> All right. Well... <laughs> Well, we stop for that. Don't do the, just don't do the prog hop. Back to the, back to the uh, show. Definitely is different alternative to what was going on in the hip hop scene at the time. So let's jump in to the magic number. Difficult preaching is posthumous pleasure. Pleasure in preaching starts in the heart. Something that stimulates. That's the opening track, and it's uh, kind of describing the three main members of the of the group and how the magic number comes from uh, their existence together. So that would be Posidus. I'm not sure how to say that. Plug one. Trugoy, the dove, plug two. And Massio or Mace, plug three. So those plugs were from the, the board they were using, and they each had a mic plug. So they nicknamed each other plug one, plug two, and plug three. Uh, 
Now it all makes sense. So my three words to describe this album, progressive, hip-hop, collage, not college, collage, because of so much sampling. So many songs have like eight or nine things sampled together to make one beat. It's incredible, the work that they did here. Uh, produced by De La Soul and Prince Paul. Fellas, thoughts? Listen to this before, super familiar, slightly familiar. What's the deal? Yeah, my three words were De La Dandruff. <laughs> what? <laughs> because... Uh, Explain yourself, yeah. sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love this record. I have it on vinyl. I listened to it a lot uh, over the last you know 20 years or so. I kept getting caught up on the skits, though, man. I don't know if the skits... I don't know if I love the skits as much as I used to. But I think the the meat of the record is awesome. And there's a lot of hip-hop classics or, you know, just standout tracks on here that, you know, like Magic Number that you played uh, that still sound awesome and really just hard to hard to match in this era in hip-hop. So Donald? So the, the three words I chose are from Don's soul. I guess I'm overstating it a bit, but I mean, I think this is a, this is a hip hop record that, that I really, you know, can connect with. And, you know, I, I appreciate other stuff we've, we've listened to on, on this show, like, uh, you know, Wu Tang and, and Run DMC, but all that stuff is just like so aggressive. You know, they're singing about how great they are at rhyming, how great they are at, at sex, at fighting, <laughs> um, at everything. And, and this, I don't know, this is about other stuff. It feels somewhat intellectual, but at the same time, silly. I don't know. And it just has maybe a more chill vibe that, that, that appeals to, you know, to my sensibilities. And I, I also, I just appreciate the, the innovative use of, of sampling, you know, like a, a lot of hip hop records, the reason they're good is just because they're sampling a, a hook that was good before, you know, and they don't do that here. I mean, they, they sample things that I recognize, but they don't exploit it. You know, they really uh, find a, a new use for it. So, yeah, I mean, this is a, you know, this is quite an album. Yeah. Uh, was it 24 tracks? Yep. Lots of, lots of short songs gets, you know, this sort of theme of a game show theme throughout with some goofy jokes and stuff. Uh, the magic number, obviously, multiplication rock from schoolhouse rock. That's the, the main sampling. Uh, I guess they also use double D and Steinsky's lesson three for the drums. So some record with drum lessons on it. As I mentioned, it's a bond of the three of them together. Why don't we jump into another song that really goes for it with the samples? It's called Say No Go and it includes samples from Hollow Notes, Sly Stone, the Detroit Emeralds, the Emotions, Funky 4 Plus 1, the Turtles, and Walter Schumann with some of the Dragnet theme from the TV show. So here we go. I can't fit all that in one clip, so I had to say all of it. Let's check it out. So that song is... Uh, cautionary tale about the use of drugs particularly uh, particularly base or crack cocaine that was a uh, epidemic in uh, urban communities at that time what'd you guys think of that one I mean, you can't go wrong with hollow notes i know andy's a huge fan <laughs> <laughs> i think you know i mean it's a cool take on the slogan that i think nancy reagan had come up with right it was like say no and, and and go and i think they even mentioned nancy uh in the lyrics so yeah i mean it, it it's cool and i mean i think often anti-drug songs are kind of lame uh yeah. but this you know I, I think they do this well 
Yeah, they're pretty sneaky about getting some a positive messages into this record without having it sound like a PSA or something or Nancy Reagan just, you know, talking about shit she doesn't know about. Very good. I mean, it's it's interesting to me, like how this and reading back about this record, you know, it was, it was really viewed as like, you know, this is, could be like the new era in hip hop, be this you know positivity and kind of goofy persona and not so self-serious. And there were groups in this period, you know, like Tribe Called Quest and others who were in that vein, but it never really took off from here. I know. It's kind of a problem. I know. I know. Yeah, it went in a different direction, a little bit more raw truth instead of, you know, creatively described things. It was, we get people get killed every day type stuff in the hip hop that became popular shortly after this and kind of then drove where hip hop went uh, in the mainstream anyway. Why don't we listen to a little bit of the song that I remember the most impacting me at the time was Potholes in My Lawn. Potholes in my lawn. I found that it's not wise to leave my garden untended because I has not, not a lot of yodeling in hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> they did it well. Yeah, corner on that market, I think. Yeah, I, uh, that one again had a bunch of weird samples and uh, from the Magic Mountain by Eric Burden and War, yodeling and jaw harp from Parliament's Little Old Country Boy, the mouth harp parts, those boing things. It just like it was playful all the way through. I want to talk about the samples a little bit? I, I mean, it's a big part of the record, obviously, and it's a lot of the personality of the record. But unfortunately, it's not available to stream anywhere. It's not accessible. Right. Um, probably. I'm guessing because of those samples. Yeah, that was frustrating. Yeah, they've gone back and forth. They keep making announcements that it's coming. I guess a few years ago, like on their 30th anniversary, they put all of their albums for free download on their website. How cool. That's not available anymore, unfortunately. But uh, eventually they got, they'll have to figure it out uh, for the streaming because uh, the, the youths need to hear this stuff. It's such a big part of hip-hop history. It's, it's a shame not to have it widely available i want the youngins to hear it so that maybe this can influence hip-hop moving forward because i i really think we need a little bit of this ingenuity and creativity in our uh in our hip-hop agreed don you got anything else so uh, what's up with that de la orgy track or whatever it was <laughs> yeah that's one of the moments that occasionally i think they're just goofing around making sex sounds <laughs> i think they said it was de la orgy so they were having fun i don't i don't think it was really uh recordings of actual intercourse <laughs> or outer course that did sound like they were having a good time making this i mean all the the game show sketches are just like so goofy it's almost like a little cringy to listen to but it is still like just really goofball humor i don't know how else to describe it so i think because i just the humor of the game show skits i think hit with me just because i knew it was supposed to be funny you know mm-hmm. i wonder how many kids were uh sending their entries into that address in new york city that they give at the end of the record yeah you know? <laughs> i've got i've got the proof of purchases in my uh in the cd that i have so i, I should send those in yeah just see if it's still valid man uh i know we gotta we gotta get going here but cool breeze on the rocks used all these samples it's not a full song it's just tons of samples of rock being said from oh, yeah. uh run, run dmc michael jackson i mean there's just rock 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 with you like just tons of it it's just fun to listen to 
ghetto thing kind of gets into the knit and grit of what's going on out there. I know, uh, and of course, me, myself, and I, the big hit off of it. But there's so many tracks, it's hard to get to all of it in this show. We would need a couple of hours. So please, if you have any inkling for some fun, insightful, meaningful, but not hip-hop all at the same time, go check out De La Soul, Three Feet High Rise. <laughs> so some time has gone by. I've listened to this album a bunch of times since. It also has been released on the streaming services, so please do go check it out, everyone. It's easy to get to now. There's some subtle differences between it and uh, the original version. Apparently, they, they got the rights for a lot of the samples because the, the rules have changed. So they had to get a bunch of clearances for samples. They restarted the talks in January of 2022, and it finally... Uh, came out and uh, they had to replace some samples that couldn't be cleared or they had to make music that sounded like it uh, in order to get it out there. But it is available and it's still just an awesome listen. Uh, where, where you guys stand on this now? Uh, yeah, I mean, I still think it's pretty good. It's <laughs> changed <laughs> a lot. Um, it's great to have their music available on streaming. I second that. That's so huge. Uh, I feel like they were kind of being not overlooked, but just kind of ghosted there for a while. It's nice to have them kind of part of the conversation again. I think what struck me most, you know, I, I commented originally that, you know, this type of joyous hip hop or lighthearted hip hop, I guess, kind of d that died out after this, this little era in the, in the mid eight or mid late eighties here. Um, I think there's still some underground stuff that really pulls from the spirit of what they were doing back then. So I don't think it's dead completely. And then occasionally I do come across records that have this lightheartedness, goofy style to it and hip hop. Not, it's not the usual, but I do think it does exist and probably in large part to what they, what they were doing back then. Uh, we should, uh, should we pour one out for True Goy the Dove? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to mention that. Yeah. yeah. What did he, was that just this past March? Yeah. February or March. Yeah. He passed away. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I, I gotta say I, I am relieved to to have it uh, streaming now because the first time around, you know, I was I think I was listening to like a you know a YouTube video or, or something, and the the audio uh, quality yeah. was not the best. Now I'm listening to it on tidal, and they have it as like the the 360 master super duper quality nice. whatever and it 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 does sound uh, fantastic and and i you know i don't notice any of the um any of the differences with the the sampling um you know maybe at some point i'll geek out and try to start identifying those uh, but yeah you know i'm still uh you know very happy with 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 this record but so i i do have a, a friend uh who's kind of you know i think this is really his his area this like what that like native tongues era with like a tribe called quest that that hip-hop from the the late 80s and, and early 90s so uh his name is saul so whenever uh you know there's a hip-hop question uh, i usually say well better call saul <laughs> Hey guys, just chiming in on an all-time hip-hop classic, De La Soul's Three Feet High and Rising. This album includes two very recognizable samples, uh, Funkadelic's Knee Deep, used on the song Me, Myself, and I, and the song Peg by Steely Dan, used on the song I Know. De La Soul's album continues to be one of the greats of all time, lyrically, samples, beats, drums, everything. It has all the elements. 
And that's a thing that uh, a lot of the people I've talked to that are hip-hop connoisseurs or hip-hop heads, the elements of hip-hop are a big part of that conversation. The, 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 that, that term is used quite a bit. So thank you, Saul. Uh, yeah, and thinking about this, I would change my three words to album nerd hip-hop because that's kind of what these guys are. Yeah, They loved all sorts of different kinds of music and blended it all together, took their stacks of records, the stacks of their parents' records, and found a way to turn it into something new that expressed who they are and told people it's okay in this world of, in particular, in hip-hop, you had to be a certain way. And they said, be yourself. This is... It's okay to to uh, you know wave your freak flag and and just enjoy your life and I think that's what they did here. So without further ado, I'm going to nominate this. That's what we're here for. Album nerds all the <laughs> That's why we came. Now, if one of you says no, this whole thing is a wash. <laughs> Of course, it's also kind of boring for the audience to know what's coming, but I, obviously it's a huge yes for me. Yeah, I'm belabor the point. Definitely a shoo-in. Sorry we didn't do it originally, but glad to get it in there now. Definitely yes. So would this be our second hip-hop record in the Hall of Fame? I think we put Jurassic 5 in. Right? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's in there. I'm not sure if there's something else hip-hop related. Yeah, we're going to have to endeavor to do better there because there's a lot of good stuff. We, uh, we need help, people. Albumnerds.com slash Discord. Go to the channel where there are topics that we can put onto the onto the wheel. Give us some topics that are in that hip-hop world. We'd, we'd really love to throw those on the wheel and see if Destiny takes us there. All right, so we did it. We revisited. We, we made, uh, you know, we righted a wrong, and I feel good about that. And now we're back in 2023. So always... Remember, there's great albums back there in the past. Go find them. Revisit things you loved as a, as a young person and see if they're Hall of Fame worthy in your hearts and minds. And that's one to grow on. I'm your density. I mean, your destiny. All right, boys and girls. Time once again to see what Destiny has in store for us. Let's bring our friend Wadbot back out on the job here and see what we're going to talk about next week. In gentle waves of melody, Yacht Rock sails, a sun-kissed voyage where smooth harmonies prevail. Your musical destiny will take your ears on a nautical journey through the soothing tones of Yacht Rock. Bon voyage. Yacht rock. Yacht rock. So we're going in a whole different direction <laughs> next time. Exploring albums of a genre that was made up long after the albums were released and popular. Yacht rock. What else should we go back and put in the Album Nerds Hall of Fame? Who's your favorite yacht rock artist? What else are you listening to? Let us know. Join fellow Album Nerds on Discord at albumnerds.com slash Discord. You can email us at podcast at albumnerds.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Album Nerds. And subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so via PayPal at albumnerds.com slash support. Thank you once again for joining us here on the Album Nerds Podcast. Thanks for traveling through time with us. We'll catch you next time with some Yacht Rock, y'all. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you next time. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we've also gone back in time to the terrible outros. (laughs) Wouldn't want to be ya. Thanks for throwing that in. (laughs) 